0: Welcome to Before You Go. I'm Nicole Franklin. And I'm Bryant Monte. Today we have Los Angeles native Carmen De Valade, an exceptional award-winning talent in the world of dance on both stage and screen. She and her husband, Jeffrey Holder, captured our hearts with their love story. Miss De Valade is a woman of legendary status, a storyteller with every move she makes. Welcome, Miss DeLavalade. Thank you, (laughs)
1: thank you. This is a pleasure.
0: Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you, especially you, tell us the story of your childhood in Los Angeles. I don't think we celebrate enough the mixture of cultures that L.A. has to offer, but I know you can probably tell us that.
1: Oh my goodness, Los Angeles? Uh, When I was coming up, Mm -hmm. you know, I I, when I stopped to think about it, it's really incredible because it's uh, we were around all kinds of people. And I mainly grew up in a Mexican neighborhood Mm -hmm. and which was a wonderful, wonderful place to grow up because all the neighbors looked out after you, you know, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) it was
1: like one big family on the street.
0: Yes. And you were in East L.A. East
1: L.A. Yeah. Vernon City. Yeah, yeah, yeah!
2: <laughs>
0: Shout out to Vernon
1: City. Oh, Vernon City! Oh, Vernon City is wonderful. And my school, Vernon City School, is it, it's it, it was sort of um, built on the like a hacienda, you know. And it had a little inside. It had a little uh, green space, and, and mm-hmm. oh, oh, I don't know, it was just lovely. It was, just, and I always thought that my the the auditorium was this big place. And when I went there to visit uh, a couple of years ago. It's a tiny little room,
3: a <laughs> tiny
1: little room. I was just shocked, and but but it, it it was, it's a beautiful place, and I just love the people.
3: <laughs> oh, that's great! So you were born and raised in Los Angeles, and then yes, when did you leave?
1: I left in the fifties, I do believe, uh, mm-hmm. to join a, a show called House of Flowers. That's where I met my okay. husband Jeffrey Holder.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, yeah.
1: And, and, and that was in uh, it went to Philadelphia and then it ended up in in New York City. And it, it was a huge success. That's Pearl Bailey. And I think yeah. that's when mm-hmm. Diane Carroll made her debut. At oh, the my N'Genue. gosh. yeah, everybody was in that show. Oh, the, the choreographers, Lewis Johnson and all the young black choreographers and people were in that show. It was it was something. Arthur Mitchell was in that show, yes? Yes, 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 eventually, you know, that's part of Dance Theater of Harlem, yes, Richard.
0: Dance Theater of Harlem, I got to tell you, I lived in New York for uh, about 20 years, and I had just left an event where Mr. Mitchell was, and mm-hmm. he is right there on, uh, on First Avenue, trying to get a cab and they were passing him by and I said right. Mr. Mitchell can I get a cab for you he's like yes <laughs> starts laughing because I mean the tragedy of it is right you know, black men couldn't get cabs for the longest and oh, I put yeah. my hand out and one pulled right up and I'm like there you go mr Mitchell yeah, that, <laughs> and was so... the, that was
1: the norm in those days
0: yeah oh crazy but yes i love to go back to Los Angeles I love <laughs> Brian will take her to New York soon
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: but in Los Angeles um, when did you start dancing and I guess dance class?
1: Um, I think I was around 14 or something like that. That's late. Yeah, it is. It is. It really mm-hmm. is. No, well, well, I suppose at my school at the, my little school with a <laughs> Hacienda uh, is that we used to have, um. Little, we learned the chopper neck as we learned uh, Mexican dancing, you know, the hat dance, nice. Mexican hat dance and things mm-hmm. like that. I started there, like that, learning wow. the, the Mexican dances. And then we all had partners, we had couples, we had, and it was mm-hmm. wonderful. I thought that's, I think that's where it first started, actually.
0: Oh, super cool. And so, um, oh, along and also, this-
1: also mm-hmm. at the time, my cousin, Janet Collins, yeah. You see, this this is where we get Janet eventually ended up at the Metropolitan Opera Ballet. She was the ballerina.
0: A pioneer. She was the first black Oh, she black was the ballerina there, right?
1: oh, Yeah, yeah. And yes, and yes. you two are first cousins. Yes, we are. Yes, you are. And I was always looking up to Janet. She was oh, she was an extraordinary performer. Absolutely extraordinary. Tiny little thing. Hmm. But she can. She was fast and quick, and I mean, you 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 look at her on one side of the stage, and then all of a sudden she just disappears, and then she's on the other side. Yeah, you know, I don't know how she oh. got there.
3: She <laughs> just had
1: she had great technique, and uh, she was a, she was an absolute love. Uh-huh. She was a love, and she was and 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 you know we look everybody in the family looked up to her. She was a great she was a great teacher, actually. Hmm. Nice and generous.
3: When, when did you fall in love with dancing? Was it your first tryout or, or when did you fall in love with it?
1: I think I was always jumping around and doing I don't know. I think I just <laughs> at, at school, you know, like I said, at school, mm-hmm. we would have little little classes in, in Mexican dancing and whatnot. Like, I just I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I think I was I was always I know that one of my one of my aunts had this. Front lawn, this green lawn, and I was constantly running out and dancing on the lawn
2: uh,
1: <laughs> for some reason. And, you know, doing those great falls and, and being very dramatic about the whole thing. I think the neighbors <laughs> were used to my antics. <laughs> but but uh, my aunt Annette, and she would play the piano, and I would just, once she started playing the piano, I was off and running.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. So at one point, you meet Lester Horton.
1: Yes. And uh Lester was auditioning for, for people. Uh, you know, he was had um scholarships and mm-hmm. and I auditioned and I got on. I got in. He was a wonderful teacher though. Mm-hmm. I, my greatest lesson, I think, mm-hmm. was with Lester is that we went, one day we were having a combination that we all learned, you know, mm-hmm. either these learned movement combinations and things like that. And and we were getting a little arrogant about how much we knew at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He had given us this, combina- this combination and and we were acting up. And he looked at us and he turned around and he, he looked at us and he said, reverse it and left the ah. room. Oh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it dawned on me, I don't know everything. You know, I, I know a little, I don't know that much. You know, it really gave you a lesson that you don't know everything. And I love him for that because it taught me to to not be so arrogant <laughs> and to think twice about what you do. He knew that I needed other training. And so he sent me to a, a ballet dancer named Carmelita Maraci, Okay. Who was a really, oh my goodness, was she tough, but mm. The same kind of great discipline Carmelita would have, and I and I appreciate those kind of things she did. Uh, one day it was, uh, somebody was doing something that they had no, it was the way that was performing. She says, Who do you think you are? Oh, I know, but mm. she's very particular about music. She loved we had the best music in the world. The pianist was, uh, uh Albanese Nino Albo, and Nino. We were not uh, performing the way she would like, mm-hmm. and she, she and she stopped. She says, "Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. When I ask you to take your foot off on and, I mean, and not one and. You know, to be specific about how you uh, treat the music. Mm-hmm. That's and the count, that, yeah. Yes, for our audience, yes,
0: one it, and two it, and three and four. But she you've said got to know and. those. Right. Yes, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know, you can't. Can't do that you've got to be she was, but she knew music anything you play, she would know in our music we would have Bach and um, uh, um wonderful, wonderful vivaldis and things like that, oh my goodness, beautiful music
3: when you started uh seeing the disciplined side of dancing, did it turn you off or it attracted you more, or how did you respond mm-hmm. to that to say, well, it's more disciplined than I thought it was
1: uh I thought i hmm. I don't think, I just, you just, that's the way it was. You know, right. you just accepted it. You know I think yeah, it's That it's means you great. love
0: dance. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you like discipline. Mm-hmm. Discipline. Discipline's good, you know, because it, it, it teaches you to get through life. It, life is not easy. And you're right. going to no. face all kinds of demons, you know, and you've got to, is that when you, when you face something, then you have to figure it out and, 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 and get on with it.
2: You know, and I think that's the
1: good part about it. Having disciplines like that is is all, I think, always very healthy for young people. Mm -hmm. So
0: can we credit you for the reason the Alvin Ailey company exists?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think (laughs) Alvin and I went to we went to school. We were in in junior high and high school together. He was he was was like my baby brother, you know, we we palled around and, and together and and he was he I tell you what it was is that I saw him in a um, gymnastics class and nice. I was just barely starting my my uh, lessons with Carmelita or somebody. And I looked at, and he was beautiful. He moved beautifully, and I just told him, "He ought to be a dancer." You know, you ought to dance. And of course, in those days, that's a no-no <laughs>
3: for
1: for the guys.
3: For the guys, right? You,
1: oh my goodness, you would be chastised and whatnot like that. And I know that teased, I guess. Oh, mm-hmm. teased, and you uh, know, was it wasn't it wasn't fun? It wasn't fun. And I know that when I would. It would take about a couple of hours sometimes because in those days we had streetcars and buses.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's not like here with there was no such thing as a subway or anything like that, and sit there and wait, wait for your bus to come or something like that. And so, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: we would take the bus and to get to uh, to the school. So the classes were all make, at that time. Lester was very ahead of himself because there were people from all over the city. He did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was open to anybody who came.
0: His uh, oh, this is Lester Horton. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, he's credited for having a technique that was adopted around. Well, I mean, that people studied around the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember going through all, we, when we were when he was setting all that stuff. We were uh, certain things, and he would say, "Do this, do that." And, but he he had a knowledge of the body, the way it worked. He was not. Yeah physically he knew exactly what he was doing and, and he's uh, more
0: modern more, more modern dance
1: uh, we call it more contemporary uh, rather than modern it's just okay. contemporary i like to yeah. use contemporary dance I and like eventually he formed a company mm-hmm. and uh we had joyce tristler and and a wonderful 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 people. and then he would look at the bodies and he would like now, Joyce Trissler was wonderful, she had a stretch on her. I used to just die of envy. Oh gosh.
0: These <laughs> her legs leg went to her like, ear.
1: Oh my gosh. And I, I never had that. Never, I really had to had to work on that. It was not fun either. But uh, I just admired her. And she was just terrific. But he would use that, use her as an example, you know, and, and then he could see what the body could do. And he invented this con- technique. We spend hours uh, uh, of doing studies. Mm-hmm. He called them uh, studies, mm-hmm. and then sometimes some of them will last five minutes or something. They're long.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. that is a long time. Yeah. And so you yeah. thought to bring your friend Alvin into this forum? Yeah, basically. I thought it would
1: be good for him. Because he was very imaginative, and I mean, he just fell in love with the place. It would. I mean, he used to come and sit and watch classes and finally Lester said are you going to are you going to sit there or are you to, or are you going to join join the class <laughs> you know eventually got him and then Alvin ran away once he went to San Francisco or something I don't know and he mm-hmm. just disappeared but he finally came back and and when Lester passed away that was very hard on the company we didn't know what we were young kids didn't know what to do but I must say that by that time we learned about teaching and about dealing because he gave us responsibility of teaching the young, the younger people, or even mm. uh, taking the class over and giving us the responsibility of teaching the class. It was more, nice. more like a family in that, in that uh, place, because we would have uh, workshops of, of, um, creating dances or little short studies or things like that. So that when you, when you left there, you knew your stage etiquette, you did not look Mm. through the curtain and you didn't stand in the wings and you didn't, you know, all those kind of little things that are really necessary for young people to know when you're Mm. in the theater and you knew how to treat your fellow dancers. There were no jealousies. Uh, Nobody was jealous of the other, other person at all. You might want to compete with them, but, you, but, but there's a big difference, you know, and it, so it became a, our relationship between each dancer was more like brothers and sisters. Yeah.
0: Very nice. Sounds like the original dance-off.
1: Yeah, 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 in a way, you know, and, 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 <laughs> and we kept that. I mean, to this day, if, whoever's left, you know, we're still, still family. Nice. I, that, that kind of thing when I, when I was at Yale University was the same thing, it became a family.
3: Yeah. Speaking of family, if if you will, can we go back a little bit, talk about your mm-hmm. your parents and grandparents and what you remember from them and what they taught you growing up and your your siblings?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, my siblings, I, I'm the middle. I'm the middle. And then there's Yvonne is first and then Elaine, the babe. And mm-hmm. I'm in the middle. But I don't know how my father did it mm-hmm. with three girls during in the 30s during Mm -hmm. the, you know, uh, depression. Depression. Oh yes, in the second world war, I remember the ration cards and the rationing of the meat and the this and the that and the paper and all that kind of stuff. It was not fun for them. I don't know, and I just can't, with three girls, and that's where Hmm. we lived in a Mexican neighborhood and that's when everybody was looking out for each other Hmm. and they knew that daddy was working and I remember it was the Amesquita family, and they looked out after us. You know, they mm-hmm. they gave us food. They would mm-hmm. uh, good food too. I must say, I love Mexican food. <laughs> oh Me my too. goodness! <laughs> oh, oh, it's absolutely wonderful. And I learned how to make tortillas. I remember that oh. learning to make corn mm-hmm. tortillas.
2: Nice.
1: I'm glad I grew up at that time. I'm glad I grew up at the time because you didn't have. And you learn how to do with that. You learn respect for your neighbors and respect for your families. It was, they didn't take any good. And if we got out of line, mm-hmm. you, the, they said, if you do that one more time, you're going to tell your parent. I'm going to tell your mother or your daddy. That everybody looked out. You didn't, mm-hmm. you, you didn't have bad manners in the street or anything. They didn't stand for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then that was uh, during the war, the Pachucos. Remember the Pachucos? The guys with those big suits. Oh, it was during the war and the... And the, the zoot suits? Or... Zoot suits. The yeah, zoot suits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Zoot suit time. And the girls had the big, the big pompadours.
0: Ah, nice. The, the
1: upsweep with the big pompadours yeah. and the curls in the middle, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Lots and, of
0: hairpins. I yeah, and the short <laughs>
1: skirts. That's when short skirts start started the
0: girls in short skirts hmm. and because oh, they, they were saving the economy is bad yeah yeah
1: yeah because they saved <laughs> save the fabric and all that kind of stuff and, and it was great and then and they had hmm. those wonderful uh, shoes you know with the, with the uh platforms and all that kind of stuff it was fantastic and that's when they <laughs> they would make up their legs they had leg uh paint and then oh my they... i haven't
0: heard that term in a yeah. long time <laughs>
1: yeah yeah they've had um, leg makeup and they would f- take a little fine line down the back for the back of the stocking. And, oh, it was just, yeah, it was great. It was
0: wonderful. <laughs> it was costumes and theater.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: In the neighborhood. Well, uh, well, yeah.
1: well we lived uh, on the street that we live uh, at the end of the street. There's a big empty lot and beyond that was a cannery. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the time for the peaches <laughs> would arrive the big trucks would come down the street and the kids would hide behind big bushes and then attack the truck
2: oh no (laughs) and all those little hands would go
1: and throw out these big free stone peaches all over the street and they had to reroute the 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 trucks because the kid would steal oh they were wonderful delicious peaches it was wonderful. Very dangerous, though. Very dangerous. But, Very uh,
0: yes. Do not do this at home uh, uh-uh. in your neighborhood. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Children, no, do no, not.
1: no. But no, fortunately, they were n- you know nothing tragic happened. But but like I said, it yeah, yeah, we was it was a real neighborhood. You know, it, it's not the same. New York is a different kind of thing. But it was this is like there was almost like being in the wilderness. You know, you had big trees on the street and and these. Uh, sidewalks that, that had cracks in them you can easily fall, fall over in things. Yeah. <laughs> and things and you and you made scooters out of, out of uh, crates that, that had uh, fruit in it. you know they you put the, your old skates on the bottom of the thing of the scooter mm-hmm. and put the box on there and, and made it like a <laughs> and then skate down the down those sidewalks and oh, oh no, it's just a lot of imagination. And it was during the war. You know we Mm -hmm. had the rationing and and things like victory gardens and things like that so it's good i think it was i i i love that period i must admit
3: and your father what kind of work did he do
1: he was a bricklayer Hmm. he was a master bricklayer daddy could build anything he was from louisiana and that was the trade then and they were master bricklayers and he would take me take us up to um the Hollywood Hills, and then he would say, "I worked on that chimney, and and they're beautiful, or mm. that wall, or that whatever." And he he was, and he had the most beautiful hands, <laughs>
2: oh.
1: and I would love to watch him work. I love to watch my dad's hands. He had beautiful hands, and he was tall. He was at like six four. And, tall how, tall and you, Laval,
0: how tall are you, Miss How tall are you?
1: I'm uh, five six and a half, or something like that. But uh, mm-hmm. daddy was 6'4 or something like that. He was tall and slim. It's like J- uh, James Stewart. I always looked at James Stewart. Oh. And I was like, remind me of my dad. That was <laughs> closest to that look. Yes,
0: yes. You know, Your Creole uh, background, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. They're all uh, uh, those, well, Creole, yeah. De Lavala, mm-hmm. that's a, it is a French name. You know, it's yeah. uh, De Rivas and all, you know, all that. You know, Louisiana's all such. It's all that plantation stuff. So you get some rather yep. interesting combinations of names and and right. and and customs and things like that. And Grandma was terrific. She was a very elegant lady. Her name mm-hmm. was Emma, and she was a very elegant lady grandmama. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as my a part in in theater, I was very fortunate to work with some of the best choreographers and the best dancers, and 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 just being at the Metropolitan Opera was exciting. It, it was uh, Zachary Soloff, I think, was was the choreographer, and uh, mm-hmm. and Janet was there first. She was yes first mm-hmm. ballerina at the Met, and and that thanks to Rudolf Bing. She uh, Zachary saw janet and loved her work and and he asked mr bing he said mr bing i have this dancer that i would really like to have in the company as the lead you know prima ballerina and blah 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 and he says she, but she's uh of color i think there's but in those days you knew negro you know and he says and mr bing said can she dance <laughs> he <laughs> said yes we'll hire her he didn't care. <laughs> that's, was that's what we need a dancer it was a yeah. lovely man so that when i came in when Janet decided to to retire, I kind of walked into her. Zachary hired me and I walked into her space, which was very which was great. Interesting. And everybody Yeah. Okay. No problem. And uh, so and I so I I really dream but Janet is my uh, She kinda guided. Way, she's, yeah, she's guiding
0: it, you through. She was guiding yeah, you through. Yeah, yeah. You know. And then
1: and then when I when I Went to join House of Flowers, you know. That's where mm. I met Jeffrey, and I yeah. I know that Jeffrey adored Janet, and Janet just loved Jeffrey. So <laughs> they, they they had a good time together. But uh, you know, I'm I. i it has been a it's been a great trip. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, really well, had. you just celebrated your 91st birthday, correct?
1: The big nine o. Yeah, I said how just. Mm -hmm. 90 already it's 91 ah (laughs) it goes by fast
0: but um, very fast you're still (laughs) you're still moving about now your choreography career is something that um people should know about as well
1: uh yeah well yes i think thanks to to lester you know and and our little classes in choreography and his schooling and and, uh, and also there was a dancer, his main dancer, Bella Lewitsky. Mm-hmm. Bella was like a machine. I've never seen a body and, and even feet she could do, and there wasn't anything that woman couldn't do. She was extraordinary <laughs> and a very good teacher, very strict, mm-hmm. but very good. And I always dreamed to have a body like her, because very wiry kind of body, and feet that could that were like fingers. Her toes would work; everything worked on that. Oh my gosh, she was incredible. There are people
0: who want a body like yours, though, Mr. Dalavala.
1: Yes, it served me well. I don't complain. You know, but it, it wasn't the easiest body to work with. I didn't have the, the, the muscular. Uh, it, the muscles are not the same as Bella's. You know, it's not. I'm, so I had to work. I had to work on it. It wasn't anything that I came and it was an easy thing for me to do. I really had to work.
0: No, you and your husband. Well, first, when you two, when did you connect? Like you were in the show together. When did oh, you? Oh, he was always ah.
1: chasing after me. You know, and, and no, he was he was quite the gentleman. And and <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he looked after the Alvin and I came in, and we didn't know what we were doing, and so he and there was I think. Uh, the uh, some of the dancers, and I can't blame them, they had been with the show and, and uh, had the hard times, you know, putting a show together. And House of Flowers. Mm-hmm. Here Alvin and I came in, and we ended up, the, the duet, the main duet in the show, That's the uh, two ladies in the shade of the banana tree, I think. We mm-hmm. got the spot. And that was, you can imagine what other dancers felt. They didn't feel very good about that. And oh, I can't yeah. blame them. I can't blame them. They were doing all the hard work. So I always kind of, you know, I, I tried to be nice to them and, 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 mm-hmm. and not be uppity or anything like mm-hmm. that, you know. And mm-hmm. so and we a lot of them became friends because I, I, I respected them and not try to, to think myself better than they were.
0: Right. Because right.
1: I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never been in a Broadway show before. I didn't know what it meant. You know, I was con- I was more concert. I'm more mm. of a concert dancer. I like classical music. I'm a classical nut. You know, I, I <laughs> like classical music. I get my Vivaldi and all that, and that was because of Carmelita's music in her in her oh. the music that she played, and and uh, and and the wonderful pianist Nino Albinese, He was a wonderful pianist, and and so i I've got a great background. I really did. You're
0: you're known for your solo, right? Come Sunday? Uh, Yes. That's not Uh, classical.
1: No, that was (laughs) something Jeffrey helped me. Well, that's James Weldon Johnson. uh, Yeah, that was, I think, that was when I may have been at Yale, I think, and I was looking for something to do. And Uh Jeffrey recommended it. He said, you know, here's this and it was nice to memorize, and I'm used to memorizing because I was doing plays and all that kind of stuff. And then he set the movement to it. Hmm. And it became, and, and it came out of me, but, but Jeffrey, you know, kind of, he has a good eye. I said, try this, try that, try this. And so it became, and I think with Boston Pops, Mm-hmm. wanted me to do something. Here's a Boston Symphony Orchestra, my gosh. And I use the, the Venus section of the of the planets, holds the planets. And I want to tell you, talk about me and orchestras and music. I don't know. I just get high, literally. I get yeah. drunk with the music. It's the only way I can say, it. and when you get an 80-piece orchestra behind you, It the music goes right through your body I mean literally uh, the, the whatever it is that goes through and I was like i was I was literally high for three days
3: I have a question in terms of your yeah. uh, I mean this is definitely a, an art that is you've mastered so what was it in your mind when you performed or even when you had to audition what is it that you always wanted to get across to the audience and those that would see you when it came to your dance and your style and and the way that you grace the stage,
1: well, almost that you're in my body, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Okay, that you go on the journey with me physically. Mm-hmm. I don't know any way of putting it than that. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Once I start moving, then you come along with me. Mm-hmm. And 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 I noticed one thing when I when I was performing. Everybody dances. I, uh, when, I, I, when I was mm-hmm. performing at, at, at the, the center, the jazz center, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: my evening, and I had a wonderful uh, Jane Ira Bloom's quartet, beautiful little quartet music. And I was sitting there, and the minute that music started going and there was a rhythm to it, somebody's head started going, or the shoulders going, or the foot was going. I said, they <laughs> right. can't help. Have- they really can't help themselves. I mean, I watch it today with all the, you know, the kids, whatever you might want, call the music these days. <laughs> and... <laughs> beats, I think they call it beats. Beats, well, it's fine, it's, like it's, it fine. Beats. I, I, it's fine with me. I have a good time I'm by myself in my front room. <laughs> uh, mean, this... It's a great time, it's wonderful. And uh, uh, Mr. Lavalot,
0: I was yeah. gonna ask, with you and and Jeffrey, you were married, is it, was it 60 years? How long? Yeah. Is, this is a long Yeah, 60 yeah, years. Yeah,
1: 60 years, yeah.
0: Okay, so how does that happen? Uh, <laughs> and you two are very, very busy, right? Because you would yeah. tour and he would go and, and do movies and, and all of that. What do you say made it work when people ask?
1: He respected my work and I respected his work. I knew that what, he, you know, he had to do his work and I had to do mine and he, and he allowed me to do it. When I went on to Southeast Asia, I remember the people there were just aghast at that I was there without my husband, oh. <laughs> really, yeah. Because the women there are a little more uh, contained. They couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and nothing like going out and dancing. We would kind of, he was a wonderful, anybody could dance with Jeffrey. Oh. he was a good leader he knew how to dance we had the best time when we would dance we could go around a whole ballroom twice without thinking about it and mm-hmm. and he was fabulous wonderful to dance with jeffrey and he knew how to oh. how to you know where he pushed you where you're supposed to go <laughs> and, and, i love no, that was, actually no he really did And his <laughs> and his father was like that was a very mm. good dancer he was like that with he watched his dad and it's the way you and I noticed with the skaters too, I would watch all the skaters during the, the Olympics yeah, yeah, and I could tell who was, who was the better partner because mm-hmm. I could tell by the way the man had her on the back and he just pushed this and he, the way he placed his hands on the back and where they placed their hands. what mm-hmm. wonderful when you have a partner, there's nothing like a great partner. Oh. And Jeffrey was that.
3: Could you say that the dance and the dancing together was part of the glue that kept you all together?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you go out to uh, Tito Puente and all that. Uh, right, right. And oh my gosh, we'd go there. Oh, that was the best. Go to the <laughs> Palladium and just dance your shoes off. I mean, it was great. It was absolutely great. And yeah, and,
0: it's very but,
1: fun. But, but 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 yeah, dancing. It, it's a wonder everybody when I think. For couples, it's a good thing to just go out someplace and just dance together. It's fun, but it's a it's partner work,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you know, and you and you and it's something you work. You dance together. It's not standing over there the and just doing it. No, it's together. You feel the body, you feel you, you feel the, your rhythm and you feel the, oh, I don't know, electricity or whatever you want to call it. It's a great thing for every couple to do, Mm, and the children. And you get to the children. (laughs) No, we should do. I was about to say this
0: is very getting very sultry. It's getting very very hot here on the night. No, no, no.
1: And and you do it with your your children. Nicole wants to dance. Go ahead, Nicole. Yes, have the children dance together. You know, it's 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 good. It's good. It's healthy. It is. is. It's a good thing.
0: We're back with Carmen de Lavalade. Just a couple more questions. One, yeah. it is a tough world we're in right now, and you had to make a tough decision recently because you were awarded um, with a Kennedy Center honor oh, yeah. at a difficult time. <laughs> Can you describe Save from the getting least. the phone call to what emotions you went through? Because we had an administration at the time that wasn't too kind, I think, um, well. to... Cultures and arts and...
1: Well, he just made some dumb remark, I mean... Well, oh, this was
0: around the the Charlottesville. The
1: Nazis, the Nazi Mm -hmm. guys.
0: Good people on both sides was the um, comment from our commander in chief at the time. And this was the same time that the Kennedy Center Honors were happening. And I was to go
1: to the White House.
0: And you were to go to the White House and what happened?
1: because i knew it was going to end up about him not and not about the the, the program
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you so you, know, you did not go
1: no i didn't i just didn't mm-hmm. it didn't uh yeah it was mm-hmm. it was uh, not a nice thing that was said and it and, and it uh, and i just it just evil mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, people just and people
0: died and people died in that yeah. incident and, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And, and and he made a remark that that they 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 have some nice people too. No, they were not nice. They were just not nice.
2: Right.
1: And they were supposed to be religious. Religious, and they were evil. And 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 and, and they're supposed to be religious people. That's not religious people. Je- goodness, look what happened. Jesus died on the. Goodness gracious, you couldn't get worse than that. <laughs> right. you That's know? true. I mean, and they true. were supposed to be religious people. I said, no, 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 no. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to go into the White House and have to be, you know, and stand next. And, and I knew that it would be about eventually about him and his place. And and, and no, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know what I was going through at that point. But I was just being rambunctious, and I just did what I had to do. It was something I felt very deeply about. I said, you know, I, I I'm in a in a in dance, is where you, you, you everybody tells you to do something and do it. And so mm-hmm. this is, and I'm at a certain age now and I want to do what I want to do. And that's the way right. I felt. And it mm-hmm. was a very unkind remark. It's a matter of having, I was telling somebody to have good manners, hmm. to have good manners and, 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 and to be polite to people. You don't talk any way to people. You, you, you address people in, in, in a polite manner and you're not rude, mm-hmm. it's not to be rude. And that was rude. And I just didn't find that, that's not, that's not good.
3: You look back on your life and your work and the body of your work. What is it that stands out to you as some of your proudest moments and all the awards that you've received and the recognition that you've received? What can you look back on and say, wow, this one I really appreciate and oh, feel." you.
1: I think all of them. Mm-hmm. just all of them I'm just I can't believe that you know I came from across the tracks in Los Angeles California and East LA and East LA love my East LA <laughs> you know I look back on my life and I'm I'm glad I did what I did and I'm still not I haven't finished yet you
0: know, no, I, no not at all we won't let no, you go
1: <laughs> no I have not finished yet
3: now, your husband, Jeffrey, I, I'd never forget him yes. and the commercial, the 7 Up commercial.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. He made. <laughs> the, the, wait, I got to
3: say it. The Uncola. The yeah. Uncola. <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. Well, he had that. How did he like boy. doing
3: that one? How did he like that commercial? Because I loved that commercial growing up as a kid <laughs> and seeing your husband oh, perform that. Oh,
1: he enjoyed it. You know, he he enjoyed anything like that, you know, but he, he, he had that beautiful voice. Oh yeah. Resonance yeah. in it, it was, it was very beautiful.
3: I always have to ask about, um, since we talk to our, you know, our elders and we just love all the recommendations that you all provide for us and this wisdom and, and experience and all this history. So I wanna ask you, know, what advice do you give young people, whether they're up and coming in the arts or whether they're just, you know, trying to figure out life in some ways?
1: Ooh, that's like facing a dragon i tell you Uh you know today is not like when i came up during the war Mm -hmm. when i grew up during the war it was second world war and you had the rations and you had this and i was kind of glad of that because it taught us to do without Mm -hmm. they have to have faith in themselves and and not fall into we're, we're living in such strange times i I call it ants in the ham. (laughs) In the ham, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but it seems
0: like it was dangerous back then for you. In this, and you've lived through a lot. We we have to remember people of a certain age actually had illnesses. uh, They lived through wars, plural. They lived through assassination of leaders. They lived through. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, yeah, we're living through this now. I mean, is this something that you've seen before and yeah. you're, um,
1: it's like reliving no those things again. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, it's just like reliving to, them again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and don't, you just have to keep your head about you. You can't, you know, start screaming and yelling and yelling and mm-hmm. doing all that kind of stuff. It's, you have to chill and look at something and say, how do I get to the next step without hurting myself or anybody else behind, you know, next to me? You're, you've got to have respect. It's a matter of having respect. It's a little more complicated because we've got all okay. these iPhones and computers and all those kind of things that, you know, electronics that change your life. And
0: those electronics you mentioned, I guess, oh, separate my- people. So they oh. can't uh they can't partner and, and have those bodies react yes. to each other and that closeness yeah. that <laughs> we were talking about earlier. That that human contact, I believe, is what we Nothing we're like
1: it. Nothing like it. Nothing right. like it.
3: Just keep dancing, right? Keep dancing. <laughs>
1: that that's good. Put on your radio yeah. and just go at it.
0: Yeah. We will, we will. Mr. Lavalot, this was fantastic. I want to thank you for spending this time with us. Um, mm-hmm. Los Angelinos will love this. The world will um, always appreciate hearing from you. I mean, this is kind of just brought it back home. Yeah. Well, it's
1: one of that thing is just putting your arms around each other and just understanding. It's a different different world we're living in now, and it can be a little trying. But I think a good hug <laughs> is mm-hmm. a, is a good thing. <laughs>
0: I agree wholeheartedly. How about you, Bryant?
3: Oh yeah. Gotta keep keep hugging each other.
0: (laughs) Hug it out.
3: And before we go,
0: we want to remind everyone that these stories may be found on our website at beforeyougo.tv.
3: Make sure you visit us at beforeyougo.tv.
0: There's no time like the present. What What a a gift. gift.